I want to name the studio. Studio, studio number A. No. Ooh, <laughs> that studio would number be a good one. That one would have been like, that's the most generic name ever. We'd like, no, that's hilarious. Yeah, studio number A. Well, uh, welcome everyone to the NYC Godcast. Uh, welcome to March, folks. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's not really that big of a deal, but we're excited yeah. for March. Well, I was actually, so yesterday I went over and spent the night with, or not spent the night, went over and watched the kids for them, and they lost the remote. And I Are was you like, going somewhere with yes, this? Yes, <laughs> it's about March. <laughs> and so they lost the remote, and I found it, and I, well, I told Jason, I'm like, how long did you, like, have you lost this remote? He's like, ever since this March thing happened. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good. This March. I mean, uh, so here at the NYC, we are in a rather unique series. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm, I'm pretty excited yeah, for this yeah. uh, month's series. I think it's going to be different than anything we've had before. Mm-hmm. Um, so we are looking at, uh, well, let me read my, uh, let me read my oh, verbiage here. Oh, no. So have you ever stopped to wonder why your spiritual stomach was growling? No. Uh, so on today's episode, we're going to take a look at a few simple steps to make the Bible appetizing mm. and how to get rid of that heavenly hunger for God's word. Mm. And so we're going to dunk into the tender topic. Oh, no. Of this is becoming painful. Oh, <laughs> nuggets of knowledge. I almost skipped this part. Uh, so join us today as we bite into the Bible. So today we're that's talk- not a VeggieTales episode, I don't know what <laughs> Hello. <laughs> so today we're talking about the Bible, uh, uh, nuggets of knowledge. Mm-hmm. And so here at the NYC, we kind of think the Bible is a little bit important. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And so what I what I conclude from being around Christians my whole life is that we have somewhat of a misunderstanding about the Bible. Yeah. Um, we understand its purpose, I guess is what mm-hmm. I would say. Uh, a lot of Christians, I think, look at the Bible as an unfortunate necessary yeah. or even as optional. Like no look, one's going to say it's not important. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I actually think it's different than that. So this is what Jesus says in Matthew 4, 4. We all know the story or this verse. Mm-hmm. Uh, he says, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone, mm-hmm. but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. And I think we all know this verse and like we hear this verse somewhat regular, but yeah. do we actually realize the significance of what Jesus is saying here. He's saying that we're all about food. We're all, Mm -hmm. we're very aware that we need food for our bodies are to survive. The whole series is about nuggets. (laughs) (laughs) Like we are very aware of how much we need food as humans. Mm -hmm. And so if we, you know, if you've ever gone a day without eating, you know very well what Jesus is talking about Mm -hmm. here. You get hangry. Mm -hmm. I know both of you do. It doesn't take a whole day. Yeah, Yeah, it doesn't Four hours. <laughs> uh, you get hangry. Our stomachs start to growl, right? We're miserable whenever mm-hmm. we miss a meal. And so Jesus is literally giving a parallel here for the Bible. He's saying that it's the exact same way for our soul. Mm-hmm. He says, while your physical body needs tangible food, your soul needs spiritual food, or you get hangry mm-hmm. and you get grumpy and mm-hmm. you get miserable. Yes. And so Jesus tells us that what we need for our soul to survive is the word of God, mm-hmm. which is the bread of life, right? And so this is the problem. In my purview, this is the problem with most Christians. We view the Bible as optional. The Bible mm-hmm. is more of an appetizer, right? You go to a restaurant, yeah. they're like, do you want an appetizer? You're like, I'll pass. Yeah. Like, it's 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 optional. It's something you can do without. It might be nice once in a while, but you can do without it. So it's more of an appetizer. You can take it or leave it. It won't harm anything. And yet Jesus is saying here that the Bible is 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 the main Encore, like entree. Encore, encore. (laughs) It's the main entree, right? It's the main meal. Uh, Jesus is actually uh, referring to Deuteronomy here, and he's talking about uh, the manna that was provided to Israel Mm -hmm. while they were um, in the desert leaving Egypt, right? And so the food reference here is this is the main dish. Mm-hmm. This is the entree. This is the meat and potatoes. It's the main uh, and only substance that they had in the desert, right? Mm-hmm. So in the desert, if you think of Israel in the desert, there's no food there. Yeah. And they're complaining there's no food there. And so God sends them one option. Mm-hmm. And so they could take it or they could leave it. Yeah. And like for what Jesus is saying here is for your soul, it's the same way. There's the Bible. Yeah. You can take it and eat and survive or you can leave it and starve to death yep like it's it's kind of important so uh, the bible is meant to be the same for our souls it's not a snack it's not Mm -hmm. a side dish to the christian the bible is meant to be a meal it's meant to be the main point well i think that's the thing is like and the christianity that we are in today what people have made it is you can do 
devotions right or you can just listen to preaching or just which those things are also good but you also need to be in the bible yourself they're more of the appetizers yes. or snacks right to get us through until we get to the bible again yes and we totally have that swapped yes. like i mean i know a lot of and in our church i guess things are very different than probably most churches but i know mm-hmm. a lot of christians who pass on the bible days at a time mm-hmm. weeks at a time maybe years at a time like they totally just pass the only bible they hear is what the preacher says on sunday morning yeah do you realize your body couldn't survive that way? And so yeah. your soul can't really either. Yeah. Uh, and so if you skip taking in the Bible, you're actually starving yourself spiritually is what Jesus mm-hmm. is saying here. Yeah. I mean, yeah. is that fair? Mm-hmm. And so it's unhealthy. It's unnatural. It's it's really even unrealistic yeah. to continue sustaining your soul without substance. And so if you've ever uh, sat through a long sermon on a Sunday morning, oh, no. we've done that a couple of times. <laughs> <here>. <laughs> a couple of times. Uh, Sunday nights too. Then you know good and well (laughs) that our bodies have a built-in instinct that tells you that you need food. It's 12 (laughs) o'clock. What is what? Okay, guys, give me your best stomach girl impersonation. Oh, I can't do that. I wish I could That was pretty good. I don't know. I don't even know. Come on, you speak stomach. I actually don't. It's like a whale. I can do whale. Okay, do a whale whale, then. I, oh, you don't know whale. It's been so long whale. since I watched Nemo. <laughs> <laughs> so, if you've sat through Sunday morning, I'm going to totally let you pass. You're like, oh. if you've sat through a Sunday morning service, like, how often is that? Like, I've I've actually gripped my stomach and be like, oh, it's, it's coming. Yeah, it's going to be a loud. We'll look at each other. There's we'll a testimony coming from the guts. Like, it's going to be loud. Rachel will look over and be like. Actually, while we were setting up for this podcast, Rachel, Jamie, Rachel Jamie. was like, did you hear that? Someone's talking. I said, that was Jamie's There's stomach. That's <laughs> my stomach. <laughs> and so. What I'm saying is that our bodies have a built-in way of telling us you need food, mm-hmm. that you need substance. And so right when church gets quiet, right, that's mm-hmm. when a pin can be heard dropping. Our or stomachs, stomach. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, our stomachs uh, will make whale noises mm-hmm. and totally announce to the entire congregation that we need to eat. Yes. We need to wrap this sermon up because yeah. I'm hungry. Yes. Uh, and, and the ironic thing is that our soul really has a built-in instinct that's not really that different. Yeah. It would be pretty great if God would have designed us in such a way that when you don't read the Bible, you hear. I mean, Your stomach is kind of scary. <laughs> this satanic stomach. <laughs> Listen, you still haven't made a noise yet, so you're judgy. Okay. But yeah. wouldn't that be pretty great, though, mm-hmm. if our souls started growling the way our stomachs do? Well, when I think we, we would take meal? more notice of yeah. it. Yeah. I think we'd be like, oh, that makes sense. I mean, sense. how embarrassing yeah. would that be? You've yeah, gone a year without yeah. reading the Bible, and like everywhere you go, there's. Yeah. That noise. Like you haven't <laughs> like, read I think your Bible. You need to go read your Bible. <laughs> <laughs> the ironic thing is that our soul needs the same. It does the same thing, right? It gives us this um, notice yeah. that we need that we've skipped God's word. We've mm-hmm. skipped a meal. Our soul is hungry, mm-hmm. and so it's sounding the spiritual alarm. And so I know in my life, um, we've talked about this before. I tend to get a little bit grumpy if I miss a meal biblically. Like if I mm-hmm. miss reading my Bible in the morning, something happens, my alarm doesn't go off, or have a late night, or Juliet something with it. Like if I miss the Bible in the morning, I tend to be a little grumpier that day. Mm -hmm. Uh, It might be that you find yourself saying things you wouldn't normally say. Mm -hmm. Uh, It might be that your mind is in a bad place. You're just negative or worrying Mm -hmm. all day long. Uncontent. Uh, Sure. Mm -hmm. And so most of us just think it's a normal part of life to feel that way. And yet you realize that the Bible is telling us that you were intended to feed your soul. Mm-hmm. You were intended to uh, give it substance to satisfy that grumpy, that need, that worry, mm-hmm. that negativity. Mm-hmm. And so if you're feeling that way, it could be your spiritual stomach growling, mm-hmm. your soul mm-hmm. growling. Mm-hmm. Um, and so in other words, if you find yourself acting in such a way that goes against what you know the Bible says to do. So the Bible says, do not worry. And yet you find yourself worrying. Mm-hmm. Could it be that your soul is growling? Could it be mm-hmm. that you're hungered? Yep. And you need some living bread, right? You need yep. some Bible to uh, calm that worry down. Yep. Is that too practical? No. Okay. No, and I think that... Um, <laughs> Let Jabe talk for you. And so I also think that your need... So as you grow, you need more food. So like... Yeah. So like... <laughs> Are you going to tell a fat joke? I'm going to tell a fat joke. No, like Kari, maybe she does eat more than me. But like if Kari doesn't need as much to sustain her as I do. Or as you do. Do you know what I mean? So like you're when you're a beginning Christian, you don't need as right. much, but you're going to need more and right. more and more as you get deeper into your Christianity. Um, I may even use this this month. I don't even remember. But Spurgeon has a great a great quote. Marriage. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Spurgeon has a great quote that says basically 
as you grow in the Bible, it widens and mm-hmm. it deepens. Mm-hmm. And so, like, basically, you can never find the depths of it. Basically, yep. the more you hunger, the more you need to eat, yes. right, is what yes. that means. And so, Kari to Jamie to um, whoever else eats food. CJ. CJ, <laughs> right? Eats a lot of food. We, we see this depth of need of more to sustain mm-hmm. you. And, and, and I totally agree with that. Mm-hmm. That should be. And so, would you say it's fair that if you find yourself continually satisfied with many bites, yeah. you're not growing? Yes. So mm-hmm. if you're satisfied with a verse a day for three or five years, yeah, that's a problem. Well, that's the thing is like in even in physical thing, if your baby's not eating more, like yeah. so say they only t- eat two ounces of milk, you know, for right. the, whatever. If they're not moving up, the doctor's going to be concerned. Right, right. And so It'll you should be concerned. It'll stunt their growth just yeah. like it your spiritual growth. I, I guess – as I, as I was studying for this podcast, it really like a light bulb almost went up for me. And it was kind of I feel dumb saying that because like this is pretty basic stuff. But it was like Jesus wasn't like using hyperbole or exaggeration. Mm-hmm. He was he was literally connecting spiritual food with physical food. Mm-hmm. And like we all know physical food mm-hmm. rather well. And yet this is totally foreign spiritually. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it's the same concept. The parallels are uncanny. Yeah. And so if all of that is true, then what does it say about a Christian who does not read their Bible at all? Do you know any Christians that way? Please don't point. <laughs> <laughs> I read my Bible. Because I'm like, you're both going to point at me. That's going to be embarrassing. See, I, think that, I think it's going to be hard to pinpoint someone because no one's going to say that they don't. You can tell by their yeah, actions, right, by their thing. Right. But like, no one's going to be like, yeah, I, didn't, I don't read my right. Bible. But, you know what well, I, mean? I guess what I mean is we all know they're out there. Yes. Oh, yeah. We all oh, know yeah. there are Christians who sim- they claim to be saved. They do not read their Bible. Mm-hmm. And so honestly, no one wants to answer that, right? But most pastors, you know, like you said, they wouldn't touch up a 10-foot pole. They wouldn't be like, uh, where does that – if you have a Christian who's saying they're saved and yet they're not reading the Bible, mm-hmm. the question is, are they saved? Yeah. Can you survive – physically without food we would call a person who has an eight in a year dead is what we would call them that's what we would call them and so what would we call a christian who hasn't read the bible in a year no one wants to answer that question okay jamie's dumb enough i mean wants to answer that question so according to healthline.com which i know nothing about but they had this answer a physical body a person's physical body can go somewhere between eight to 21 days without food Mm -hmm. now no. I feel like that's a pretty big stretch for some of us, but know. You know, if that were to come down Six to Six hours it, is the best. <laughs> that's rough. And so this may be controversial, but I, I guess I truly believe that everything we see and everything we know and everything we experience in the physical world, mm-hmm. right, in our physical beings, was created by God to point us to the spiritual. Mm-hmm. I really believe that, and, yeah. and that's a big topic we're not going into today. So what I'm trying to say is, would it not make sense that just like our physical body – the soul was never created to go without spiritual substance. Yeah. yeah. Your body can't go for an extended period of time and your soul wasn't created to either. Like, is that mm-hmm, is mm-hmm. that fair? Yeah, I would say so. And so without intaking the word of God, without intaking the bread of life, where does that leave your soul? Yeah. And so regardless of what length of time that may be, I think everyone agrees that it's unhealthy to go without eating. It's unhealthy to go without uh, a desire to read God's word. Mm -hmm. And so if you have no struggle skipping a meal spiritually, if you have no struggle missing reading your Bible, something's not okay. You are spiritually sick. I mean, I think it kind of goes like with the maturity thing. I think that when you're first saved, if you miss a meal, and like you, you don't really notice the signs right. so much, but like the more you're in the Bible and you miss a meal, like if I miss one day because of something like, I'm like, oh, right. like one day was a lot. Right. But then like but when you're first a Christian or mm-hmm. when you're, if you're not mature or whatever, like you're like, oh, missing one day wasn't right. so bad. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and then, then you, missing the second day. And then you start to rationalize the right. longer right. you go. Right. You realize you can skip meals. Yeah. And mm-hmm. you're like, oh, I, yeah. I survived that. Right. I'm like, oh, well, this, I, this, I am really tired. Like you right. start yeah. to rationalize. Right. But if you're more mature, I feel like right. you don't have that. No. And so I guess what I'm trying to get across, like if we we had a person who was not eating. Not good. If they go a week, they go two weeks without eating anything. I think unanimously, everyone watching, everyone mm-hmm. in this room, unanimously, we would agree they are sick. Yes. Mm-hmm. They are anorexic. They are not eating. They have a eating condition. There's they have a something. reason why there's not a problem doing it. here. Mm-hmm. This is not how a human was intended to function. Mm-hmm. Is it a stretch to say spiritually it's the same thing? Yeah. Is that not fair? We're not saying if they're saved or they're not, we're not going down that road. But yeah. what we are saying is, your soul was meant to be sustained by scripture. Yep. 
That was three S's if you're counting. <gasps> and so wow. what I'm saying, <laughs> thank you, James. Yesterday, was, <laughs> yesterday was Dr. Seuss Day. Was it really? <gasps> yeah. Wow. Well, we should have had this uh, podcast in a car or not a bar. Uh, <laughs> car. <laughs> and with a mouse or in a house or Trains. in a boat or with a box goat with a or in a box or with a fox or in, in socks in the rain I, and in pain and on the train. <laughs> okay, I know. Oh, well. uh, what we're saying is that if you are not reading the Bible, you are spiritually sick. You're not mm-hmm. in the healthiest of conditions according to he- heaven's standards. There's something wrong because your soul was created to be sustained. And I think that's something we have to take time to figure out because so obviously when you're not eating, there's a reason. So like either right. you're sick or there's, you know, the anorexia or like there's a problem behind it. So I think that if you're not reading the Bible, you need to really take a look at what's that pinpointed reason. Right, right. Is it just because you don't have a desire? Is yeah. it because you're like, I know misunderstanding, a, a misunderstanding yeah. it because there's way there are resources and things out there yeah. that can help you understand the Bible because right. I was like that. I was right. like, I don't understand this. Right. And, and so, I would say I, I, that's great. Great. That's actually where we're going with the rest of this podcast. But that's, that's a great, great point to bring up because Sometimes it's not as obvious spiritually. Mm-hmm. I think there are some people, it's just laziness. Mm-hmm. But I do think, like James said, I do think a lot of times there's just this 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 misunderstanding in their mind of I can't understand it. Mm-hmm. Or it's boring. Mm-hmm. Or it's just not for me. I just wasn't made or this way. Or I don't way. know how. I mean, or it's, I don't know it's how. a lot yeah. of a book. <laughs> and, I mean, in, in all honesty, in all fairness, I've been in church for... A hundred years now. A long time. A little while. Uh, and until like the last couple of years... Most churches are just saying, read the Bible. Yeah. And that's the only advice you get. That's the only uh, way they build you up for success. That's the only mm-hmm. way they support you. Just do it. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, that's probably good. I mean, that's like telling an infant, eat. Yeah. What are they going to do? They're going to crawl on the floor, find something they shouldn't. Yep. They're going to be in the dog bowl. <laughs> They're going to be, right? They're going to be doing. So it's not, we should be, and that's what we're aiming for this month on the mm-hmm. podcast. We should be enabling one another to be successful spiritually mm-hmm. in sustaining our souls. Yep. That was four S's. We're not going down the foxhole oh. of Dr. Seuss Dr. again. Dr. Seuss. I was waiting but, for you to say the word box. <laughs> uh, I know. I was like, box. So with all that being said, this month on the podcast, we really just wanted to slow down. I'm really excited about it. We wanted to just discuss some tips and tricks and methods uh, that we've come across over mm-hmm. the years and kind of just give those nuggets of knowledge to you guys uh, to help you nibble on. Mm-hmm. And so uh, today we're obviously talking about the Bible if you haven't caught on to that. Mm-hmm. So uh, to start off, Rach, what are some ways that you've come across to study the Bible or mm-hmm. to read the Bible personally? What what has helped you succeed? Mm-hmm. Um, so what, right now I do the. Oh, st- hey, let's see if you get the uh, title st- right. St- st- I can't say that word. Strategic, strategic, strategic. Strategic in that title, isn't it? I thought it was Comprehen- just Bible comprehension. I thought it was a strategic, strategic comprehension. Somebody Bible. fooled you into Something, that. Maybe <laughs> she can't read cursive. <laughs> in cursive. It might be. <laughs> maybe that's why you're. Anyway, it's some kind of comprehension plan or something. But anyway. You're not making them what to read this. Well, honestly, the explanation sounds horrible. Yeah, but, but it's really not. But it's yeah, not no. so you take in a month, you take um, like a smaller book or a few chapters, whatever you um, are able to. I think that's key is what yeah, can you, yeah, yeah, what can you handle that you'll be able to read? You read the exact same scriptures every single day for a whole entire month. Yeah. <laughs> oh, how fun. <laughs> <laughs> but so in week one, you'll read the same scripture every single day. Mm-hmm. And you just read it and try to gather as much as you can from it. Week two, you'll read the exact same scripture every single day. But mm-hmm. as you read it, you'll write down maybe if you have questions or like if like something just stands out to you more, if God kind of shows you mm-hmm. something. And then in week three, you'll read the exact same scriptures every single day. And then you'll answer those questions. So like I like to look down in my um, – because I have a study Bible or mm-hmm. I look on like the Bible hub or whatever. I try to answer as many of my own questions as I can. And um, write down more stuff if God shows you more stuff or whatever. And then in week four, you're supposed to go out and talk to anyone else that's doing the plan and about the scripture. So in a month's time, you'll have read the book or those ver- or chapters or whatever 30 times. Yeah. So it's um, but it sounds so mundane. And like when they first were talking about it, I'm like, that's a lot of times to read. <laughs> but it's amazing that like it really like yeah, yeah, like I've grown so much through this because yeah. I'm I'm act- I didn't know how to study. Yeah. So now I'm actually getting the answers myself too, right. which feels good. And right. then God really does show you more each time you mm-hmm. read it. I think that brings up a really good point of the difference between reading the Bible and studying the Bible. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, because I guess I mean, like I said, I've been in church for a little while. Most churches, most Christians are told to just read the Bible. Well, 
reading words really have no effect. Yeah. Understanding words have an effect, but reading words have no effect. Yeah. And so with the strategic Bible comprehension plan. Who knows what it's called? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you, that's what you're doing. You're, you're getting an in-depth view. And I love that it's only, it really is just bite-sized. It's yeah. like mm -hmm. only four or five chapters uh, for a month. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then you're continually just pouring over those same chapters. And, and as you continually uh, eat of those same chapters, um, it, it continues to open up and you find more depth and more meaning. Mm -hmm. And then you, at the fourth, I love it ends with the fourth week where you uh, share with people. So yep. you, you know, talk with someone else who's doing it or mm -hmm. ask questions. Mm -hmm. Here at our church, we spend uh, an evening or a couple of evenings just going over those four chapters, mm -hmm. five chapters, asking questions, talking with one another, discussing yep. it. And so it's also giving, you know, others the opportunity mm -hmm. to grow yeah um so i love that plan we do have uh everything we talk about on this episode we'll mm -hmm. have linked into um yeah. the podcast and the emails that you get and so check out the strategic bible comprehension mm -hmm. plan uh we do need to get a better name s strategic bible sbc that's the southern baptist convention i guess mm -hmm. we can't Never use that mind. one <laughs> Yep. Well, we'll have a better title, but it is a good plan. Yeah, it is yeah. a good plan. So, Jane, what have you found works for you? So, honestly, I have a really hard time reading. <laughs> like, I have a really, like, I don't, the comprehension, that's what I love. <laughs> like, I, it takes me probably six, seven times to read something over. So, I like the comprehension plan because it, it right. does, it makes you do it right. over and over again. But also, I'm very much of an audio person. Mm -hmm. And so audio. audio, they make fun of me for the way I say audio. Um, audio. <laughs> it's not getting better. It's audio. That's odd. What is it? <laughs> audio. 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 A U D. Audio. 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 Maybe I'm Italian. Well, yeah, you don't know it. Adios is Spanish. Oh, I think it audio. Just like <laughs> she said, audio. she doesn't know it. Audio. Right. <laughs> just because you, you put your fingers together doesn't make it <laughs> this Italian. Makes Italian. <laughs> this is the it is Italian. Hold on. No, you're still Spanish, Jim. Um, Anyways, we're saying something. Yes. <laughs> I use um, like the Bible app and while I'm reading, I actually play that along because I pick up on things. Also, you don't sound dumb when you say something out loud because someone's Someone already said, said it. it. So it's like audio. No, that one's perfect. That's not the Bible. Obviously. <laughs> no, but there's been several times that like I have been like, I don't, I didn't know how to pronounce a word, whatever. Yeah. And then like, you don't want to read it out loud. Right, because right. Like, I don't know. But honestly, it just helps me to be able to solidify it and remember it better yep. because I can technically read it yep. over and over and over again and be like, okay, I got it. But then I actually solidify it yeah. in my head if I actually hear it. Yeah. And I actually know several people in our church that do that. Several mm -hmm. people who listen to the audio Bible. Um, same reason. I mean, just mm -hmm. there are people who will just listen to it in the car. Mm -hmm. There's some people that, like you said, will read along with it. Mm -hmm. um, and that takes the pressure off you a lot of times. Yes. But it also, in a lot of ways, brings it to life. So uh, we do have this featured in the featured resources for today. Uh, but one of my favorite apps, if you mm -hmm. have a smartphone or a tablet, is it's just called KJV. It's not a very great title for an app, but mm -hmm. it's a little blue app. It's got a, mm -hmm. I think it's got a Bible and a cross on it. Yeah. It's just KJV. It has the best audio Bible mm -hmm. I've ever it's come like across. It's almost theatrical. It's theatrical. Mm -hmm. It really is. So like you get into the Old Testament stories or even the gospel and like they have different voices playing everyone's Well, they also roles. have uh, sound effects. Like yeah, I was, sound I was effects. actually listening to it and, this morning while yeah. I was getting ready and it for, um, I was talking about them weeping after Jesus died, yeah. like the women at the tomb, and like there was women weeping in the yeah, background. Yeah, literally. Like, you know, <laughs> like, wow, You're like, people in here? <laughs> and like, it'll have like theatrical background music, yeah. like really yeah. building up the climax. Like, it's it's really well done, mm -hmm. and it's free. That's yeah. the best part is it's free. Mm -hmm. If you don't have a smartphone, uh, I it also featured in the resources today, uh, there's a great playlist on YouTube of uh, KJV Bible audios that mm -hmm. just has each, I actually think it's broken down into either books or chapters, mm -hmm. but again, same thing. They have uh, audio or a dramatic reading of the Bible. And so if you're not a reader, mm -hmm. that's fine. Listen, yep. everyone can listen. Like we all listen to music. We all listen mm -hmm. to movies. And really that's what this is, is the Bible put into a movie audio version. Yep. Um, and so I think the thing that we need to realize is that, and this is what I feel like I've been missing. No one's told me for 30 years in church. Uh, Bible reading is not one size fits all. No. And that's the problem is mm -hmm. we've grown up in a culture and we've grown up in a Christianity that says, yeah, everyone just needs to sit down and read their five chapters. That's yeah. your duty. Yeah. That's not – it's not a one-size-fits-all. And what's what's interesting, we have a, a gentleman that comes to our church who uh, works in school. Mm -hmm. and, and I've talked with him at different times. And what, what we're finding in our modern day is that they're recognizing that with, with – uh, secular learning. Mm -hmm. Not every kid learns the mm -hmm. same. So now they have audio. Now they mm -hmm. have 
tablets. Now they have teachers. They've always had teachers. <laughs> but now, now they have right, like special like teachers. Yeah. And so what they have to, to do, do is find how e each kid learns. Well, it's the same spiritually. If you're mm -hmm. not learning it, you know, we're not gaining anything. And I think a lot of times we just we consider it uh, one size fits all. We read our uh, two chapters a day, check off our box, and go on along our way. Well, that's really not doing anything. Well, I remember. I actually I don't even know if it was something that. Like it was almost looked down upon if you didn't sit down and read a physical Bible. Right. Mm -hmm. Like right. you just sat down and read yep. it. Like if you weren't sitting on your front porch with a cup, with of, a coffee cup of coffee and oh, that like sounds so nice. just a physical Bible <laughs> rocking in a wooden right, then you rocker, actually reading then you the weren't Bible. reading it. Like if you were sitting there yeah. in your bed listening to it, you, know, right. you weren't doing it. And I think that's one barrier that I had to get yeah. past is because I was like, but I can't do it like yeah, that. I don't have a porch. I don't have a porch. <laughs> I don't have a rocking chair. No, for real, I don't. <laughs> you don't have a, you have, you have a stoop. Yeah. But that would be awkward sitting on my stoop reading <laughs> my scriptures. That's, anyways. Uh, <laughs> and James Wright, though, I, and again, I'm not, I'm not throwing any aspersions on, uh, on church or how mm -hmm. church has done it, but we have to come to the place of how do you learn best? Mm -hmm. So this is the question I want you to ask yourself. How do you learn best outside of the Bible? Mm -hmm. So when you're trying to learn how to uh, do something. <laughs> what do people do I nowadays? I do nothing else but this. So I don't know what people actually do. If you're trying to learn how to repair a motor, if you're trying mm -hmm. to learn how to learn an instrument, if you're trying to learn uh, the periodic table of elements, if you're trying to, mm -hmm. I don't know why anyone would do that. But if you're trying to learn something, ask yourself, how do you best learn? Yep. Do you learn by reading it? Do you learn by writing it? Mm -hmm. Do you learn by listening to it? Do you learn by example? Do you learn by um, carrier pigeon? I don't. What do you learn <laughs> by? Like, how do you option. learn <laughs> best? That was the thing. When you're trying to obtain something, some yeah. people sing a song, right? They'll sing, and mm -hmm. that's how they memorize. So, how do you learn best? Because chances are, if you find that outside of the Bible, that actually will apply inside the Bible. Yeah. That'll be your best method to go forward. Well, and it makes it more fun. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. You'll enjoy it mm -hmm. because you're obtaining it and you're yep. actually accomplishing You'll be something. looking forward to so, it. So, for example, if you are uh, a writer, if you learn best by writing, mm -hmm. then one option might be scripture writing for yep. you. Our ladies here at the church mm -hmm. do this every month. Uh, they'll have a list of scriptures each day of the month, and they'll take those scriptures, they'll read it, and then they'll write it out. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people, by writing word, I'm that way. I don't actually do scripture writing, but I, I retain things I write down. Yeah. And so, or type. Uh, yeah. So if you are that way, then by doing this, you're writing it and it's, you're retaining what you've written. Mm -hmm. And so uh, a lot of times I'll sit down with my Bible and I'll have a notebook with me as I read. And so I'll read it and then I'll um, take notes about what I just read. Like paraphrase it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Re rewriting what I've uh, read. And that helps me. That's good today. Uh, thank you for that. Uh, notes got away from me. <laughs> What notes? We don't do notes. We don't do notes. This is all <laughs> off the cuff. Uh, so if I finish a chapter and I, I or I finish my set of mm -hmm. verses, I'll rewrite the meaning of what I just read. Yep. Mm -hmm. And for me, I retain that way. It really mm -hmm. sinks in because I know the meaning and because I've used my hands to get that out. Uh, I, I It's better yeah. than just scanning words on a page. Mm -hmm. um, if you're more of an audio person, we already talked about this, but if you're an yep. audio person, listening sometimes is a better way. There's audio versions. Uh, there are apps. There mm -hmm. are um, videos on YouTube. There are so many options for listening to an audio Bible. And so check those out. Mm -hmm. um, if you are a person who does best by asking questions, Rachel already talked about the Bible comprehension plan. Mm -hmm. And so uh, that is really beneficial for people who who understand by asking to make sure they're grasping. Does yep. that make sense? Mm -hmm. And so try that. Give that a shot. We have that linked also in the um, featured content in this video. And so that is a great option. Uh, I, Rachel brought this up a little bit. And I wanted to uh, offer these. Mm -hmm. A couple of my favorite, and, and these are probably a little more advanced uh, for some of our older uh, audience members, um, but two of my favorite apps they also have a website mm -hmm. um, that I use for Bible reading and for Bible study are Bible Hub mm -hmm. and Blue Letter Bible. Yeah. Both of those websites are free of charge and they're really, really great. They'll give you uh, the verses. They'll give you the definitions. They'll give you studies. They'll mm -hmm. give you commentaries. They'll give you pronunciations. Mm -hmm. They'll give you – I mean, they're really, really great. We do have those linked as well yep. in the uh, – 
episode description. So those are really great to uh, check out. And again, um, they just give you a little bit extra stuff on top of so that you can actually like grasp it. Because like if even if you wanted to know just random things, I think it's blue. Is it Blue Letter Bible that has the uh, if you type in a word, it'll tell you how many times that it shows right. up in the Bible. Yeah. Like like random stuff that yeah. necessarily doesn't mean that it's like detrimental, but it's more knowledge good, for you. Yeah, absolutely. And again, we're not aiming for scanning words on a page. If we were no. if we were doing that, we could read the dictionary. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're I feel like you probably do read the dictionary. I don't read the dictionary. Mm-hmm. He reads the thesaurus. Actually. <laughs> I was going to say. Yeah. Um, but we're here to obtain knowledge, right? We're talking about mm-hmm. nuggets of knowledge this yep. month. And so that's our goal here is to understand the Bible, not yep. just read its pages. For myself, um, I'm a little – I don't know if it's ADHD. I don't really know what I got going on spiritually. But I – I think it's more than spiritually. <laughs> <laughs> in my life, in my head. I really have to change it up. Yep. Regularly. Mm-hmm. I've not felt like I sometimes listen to the audio Bible. Mm-hmm. I sometimes do writing it out. I sometimes do, um, you know, questions. I, I What I find for me is that if I have this is my method and I go with it, I will over time fall into a rut where yes. I'm just going through the motions. Mm-hmm. And so what I do is I continually change it up. I'll do that one day or I'll do that for a few months until I find myself not grasping it. And then I'll change it up and do something different. Mm-hmm. Um Sometimes in the morning, like some of you struggle maybe with finding a time to read the Bible. Mm-hmm. Um, I read in the morning first thing with my cup of coffee, not mm. on the porch. On your uh, stoop. <laughs> not on my stoop, on my couch. Mm-hmm. Um, but just like that, sometimes I'll, you know, I've heard people say I get so tired. Well, stand up. Yeah. Stand up. Set your Bible on the counter. Walk. Mm-hmm. Walk. Mm-hmm. Pace. Listen to headphones of the Bible. Like there's all, there's never an excuse that's legitimate yeah. when it comes to reading the Bible. There's always a way of defeating it. It's how bad you want to defeat that excuse. Mm-hmm. Uh, one thing that I do pretty much every day and I really love this and I don't know I don't know if anyone else does this uh, but one thing that I do is I follow a Bible reading plan mm-hmm. um, a lot of Bible reading plans are pretty stringent as far as they'll say like read these verses on this day for 365 days yeah what I do is more of a section of the Bible each day mm-hmm. so for example um, I'll read Mondays through the law mm-hmm. so that's Genesis through Deuteronomy on Tuesdays I read the history so Joshua through Esther oh no see <laughs> <laughs> on uh, Wednesdays, I will read the um, poetry. So I'll mm-hmm. read um, Job through Song of Solomon. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, on Thursday, I'll read the prophets. Mm-hmm. On Friday, I'll read the gospels. And then on Saturday, I'll read through the remainder of the New Testament. Mm-hmm. So Acts through Revelation. Sunday is open for topical or for anything you found interesting in the past week and go dive yeah. back into it. For me, I really love that because it gives you variety. Yes. You're not reading through Leviticus for seven days in a week and then you're just like, I can't do it again. It's a little rough. <laughs> it gives you variety yeah. where you're always getting something new. But then I also love like a lot of times, one of my favorite days is Tuesdays. Um, I'll get up and... I'll be like, oh, I get to pick up where I left off last week. Yeah. Like, I really love that anticipation, that excitement. Um, and so that works well for me. And again, I have that linked in the mm-hmm. um, ref- in the resources uh, for this podcast. And so check that out. Maybe that'll work best for you. I do tend to do, and some people hate it. Some people love it. I tend to do Old Testament, New Testament, mm-hmm. like at the same time. Mm-hmm. That's what my dad That's, does. Yeah. yeah. I tend to do them at the same time because it does. When you get into Little Vegas, yeah. it's a little rough. Yeah. And that's that's how this is. It's yeah. It's... You're reading throughout the entire mm-hmm. Bible. And actually, the way it's supposed to work, if you stick with it, you're supposed to get through the entire Bible in a year. Mm-hmm. Um, but how I do it is like I'll – because some of those sections are shorter than others. Yes. So like if I finish uh, Genesis through Deuteronomy, I'll start Genesis again mm-hmm. while I'm still going through those other parts. Every Monday is always Genesis through Deuteronomy. Yeah. I'm also a rather uh, structured, scheduled old man. Oh, no and, way. Uh, I'm stuck in my way. So that also mm. – it gives me structure with Bible reading, which – I tend to enjoy a little bit. Uh, But again, that works for me. Maybe Mm -hmm. it doesn't work for anyone else. But uh, I do have that Bible reading plan linked in the resources there. So maybe you're just overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. Maybe Jamie already shared she's been this way before. Maybe Mm -hmm. you're intimidated by the Bible. Mm -hmm. Maybe you're just not sure where to even begin. You know it's important. You know that you need to have it to sustain your soul. But it's just, it's daunting. Yeah. I want to give us seven really, really, really simple nuggets of knowledge. Mm -hmm. Uh when it comes to taking a bite out of the Bible that I really pray will be helpful to you. We've kind of discussed some of these a little bit today, uh, but I hope these will be helpful. First uh, first suggestion, the first nugget is to change it up as often as needed. And I already mm-hmm. said I do this a little bit. But whenever you're reading and you lose interest, 
try writing. Mm -hmm. Whenever writing no longer keeps your attention, try the audio Bible. Mm -hmm. Whenever the audio Bible gets mundane, then switch it up to a different approach. Mm -hmm. Always keep your mind sharp. Always try to continue absorbing. If you find yourself going through the Bible and not absorbing, not understanding, not grasping, not comprehending, switch it up. Try something different. I find it really funny that I feel like that's the only place in our lives that we choose not to switch it up. Right. Like in my life, like I don't always listen to songs on my way to work. Like right. I don't always um, eat the same foods. Yeah. I don't always like, so like we're always like, well, I have to fit in this box. Right. This is my box. Right. Like, that's how I do this. But everything else in our lives changes. Yeah. Why wouldn't yeah. this change as well? And I think that that just alludes to the bigger problem of we just, oh, well, I just don't have to do it now because it's difficult. Well, yes. no, you find an answer. <laughs> if you ate potatoes every single day, you probably would find a solution to eat something else. Like you, you might know what smell I mean? like potatoes. What? You might smell like you potatoes. Smell, I didn't know what she said. <laughs> Excuse me? Uh, James exactly right. Find a way. Mm -hmm. If there's a will, there's a way, right? Yep. And that is exactly what Bible reading is all for. Mm -hmm. uh, Rachel already alluded to this, and I totally, totally echo. The second nugget of knowledge is to take bite sizes. Mm. Um, one of the worst things you can do right out the gate is try to eat the entire elephant. And so mm. start small. That mm -hmm. is the best thing you can do. Don't dive into Leviticus. Yeah, no. Take <laughs> a bite that. out of the Gospel of John. Try reading the first chapter. One chapter out of the first or one chapter out of the book of John. Great chapter. Easy reading. Very insightful. Read that one chapter in John. Then read it again. Yep. If you feel like you've read that chapter and you grasp it, go on to the next chapter and then try to reading the next chapter. Don't bite. Don't eat the whole elephant. Take yeah. a bite yeah. at the time. Well, there's so many plans that tell you to read the Bible in a year, but like, there's no, Yeah, there's you know, no there's pressure. No right. Yeah, right. <laughs> as long as we're alive, we should be reading the Bible. God doesn't have that 365 limit. Right. Yeah. He knows no times. And so, well, again, I, I feel like a lot, and again, this is kind of, I guess, going back to a lot of church culture, mm -hmm. but I feel like that pressure to get through the whole Bible in a year really is just a checkbox. Mm -hmm. It is. It's just getting your, your chapter a day to keep the devil away. That's yeah. never been the goal. Right. Well, like, I also feel like, um, and it's, I guess it's kind of, it was said here for like a lot of years was like. You need to read your Bible, but it was also like you need to do five chapters a day. Right. Like in general, like it wasn't yeah. even like in a year. It was just like if you're not reading more than, you know, five chapters, you're right. not you're not reading right. the Bible. You're not studying yep. it. And a lot of people would be like, well, that's a lot. Like for someone that's starting out, that's a lot of chapters. Right. Right. And like then people are like, well, I, I missed, you know, last. Why would and, I try to catch up with my 10? And it's the same now. way with the and segues perfectness and nugget number oh. three. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it's the same for an infant, right? If Kari, not an infant, but if Kari were to be force fed a T-bone steak and 10 pounds of potatoes. She'd like that at this point. Well, <laughs> but for true. a baby, that yeah. would be a bit overwhelming. Yeah. Take bite sizes. Ooh, so sorry. Uh, <laughs> take bite sizes. Smack your own microphone. So this is nugget number three. Don't focus on quantity, focus mm -hmm. on quality. And I'm yep. going to say that again. If you hear nothing else today, maybe hear this point. Nugget number three, don't focus on quantity. Mm -hmm. focus on quality we are so competitive in nature even mm -hmm. in bible reading yeah. <laughs> and well, even with ourselves well even with ourselves yeah. like just like you said like just having to get in our chapters a day the bible was never meant to be a sprint no. the bible is a marathon right mm -hmm. it's always it, it was <laughs> always focus on quality always yes. focus on absorbing always focus on learning mm -hmm. not on the amount Make sure you're paying attention and actually grasping what the Bible is saying, mm -hmm. even if that means you only get through a handful of verses. Mm -hmm. It is better to read two verses and understand it than to read 200 verses and have no idea what you just yeah. read. And you'll notice that the more that you do it, the longer you'll be able to sustain. Like right. You'll be like, oh, I got through that, you know, three verses now i'm able to do the whole chapter right. and then you're gonna be like oh well i got through my whole chapter but i can do two chapters right. like it'll it'll and, grow and the way it's supposed to work is it's supposed jesus tells us this. once you take a bite once you've tasted and seen that he is good mm -hmm. you're supposed to hunger and thirst more yes and then hunger and thirst more you're just like spurgey said you're the Spurgy. bible widens and deepens you're supposed mm -hmm. to have a craving for more once mm -hmm. you eat more yep. mm -hmm. um and so there are no brownie points for believers based on how much you read. Yeah. Only on how much you understand mm -hmm. what you read. And so focus on quality of your reading, mm -hmm. not quantity. And I don't know if this is going into your next point. I tried to look, but I can't read the best. <laughs> <laughs> but also, the Bible is a living book. So this is something. She did look ahead. <laughs> oh, did I? No, just keep going. Don't look. Okay. So this book isn't a, it's not a go and read it. 
and it's just you're studying the words. Right. You're supposed to have God with you, and he's the only one that can make you understand it to the fullest extent. Yeah, scholars can look and read it and right. understand the historical value of right. it, but they're not, you're never going to understand the actual value of the Bible without him. Is that what your next point is? Negative yes. four, let's move on. Negative four, <laughs> check. <laughs> I don't want to call you a liar, but it kind of seems like you're at the next point. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know if that, what that means. So nugget number four is always like, don't know what that means. Listen, with you, I don't know. Touche. Uh, nugget number four, always look for Christ. James already perfectly said it. I really guess I'm just going to repeat what she said. The Bible is not just a history book. The yep. Bible is not just a book of facts. It's not just a storybook. The Bible is alive. In fact, John in John 1, 1 says... That the word mm -hmm. was God. What's that mean? That book is a person. Mm -hmm. God gave a scripture to tell us who he is. Mm -hmm. And again, I feel like this is so, so, so lacking in churches. We're not being told this as Christians. Why do you read your Bible? Yep. Not because you want facts, not because you're trying to get history, mm -hmm. not even because you want to live better, mm -hmm. not because you're told to, not to check off a box, not to keep the devil away. Why mm -hmm. do you read your Bible? You read your Bible to know God. Why? Yeah. Because he is his word. In the yeah. beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. Yeah. That's why he gave us the Bible. Well, and that's like the whole <laughs> thing of, um, could you imagine? So say I go to Rachel for tutoring. That's, why would you ever do that? I don't that? know why. <laughs> Hopefully not for spelling. It's, it's real fantasy land over here. <laughs> no, if I go to Rachel for tutoring on a book and she knows everything about the book and she's going to teach me stuff, I go over there and I just scan the things, don't talk to her. I'm just scanning all the things and then I leave like as fast as I can. I'm not getting anything no. out of that. That's not tutoring. No. That's me showing you I'm reading a Bible and leaving. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Like, so I think that's with God is we're supposed to be talking to him. And that's the whole thing over. If you're only getting through one chapter a day, that's fine as long as you're talking to him and right. getting that communication back and forth mm -hmm. with him. We miss so often, right? Christianity is not a religion. It's a relationship. Yep. What does that mean? It means that you are in a relationship with God. Mm -hmm. And so what is the point of a relationship? It's to know one another. Mm-hmm. I can, Jenny, my wife, I can know all about her. I can know mm -hmm. her favorite color is purple. I can know the year she was born. I can know her favorite food. I can know her favorite restaurant. I can know the movies she likes and doesn't like. I can know her favorite song. I can know about her. Mm -hmm. That is not the same thing as knowing her. No. Mm -hmm. And so a relationship, if, if you're married a rela or dating or whatever you're doing, if you are in a relationship and you are knowing about them, mm -hmm. facts, and not knowing them, let me just tell you, it's not going to end well. No. Mm -hmm. That's a lot of fights. It's not going to end well, yeah. There's a difference. And so, again, what was God's desire in giving us the Bible? It was mm -hmm. to know him, not necessarily about him. Just mm -hmm. like Jamie said, there are so many scholars. They know the facts. Mm -hmm. they, know the, they know the stories. They know the historical value. They don't know the God of the Bible, mm -hmm. which is kind of the point of the Bible. Mm -hmm. And so this is the question you need to ask yourself as you're reading. What does God want me to know about him? Mm -hmm. What does God want me to know about him? If we lose sight of this during our Bible reading, we've lost sight of the Bible itself. Yep. There's no power. There's no life change. There's no point in a book of facts. Yeah. And so only in Christ, only in the word made flesh, can the Bible take effect. Mm -hmm. And so always, nugget number four, always look for Christ. Yep. Jane, would you like to give us nugget number five or would you <laughs> no, like me to do it? No, you could do it. Okay. Just, it's your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> nugget number five. Read, write, realize, repeat. Mm -hmm. I mean, the one doesn't start with it. But it sounds like it does. <laughs> it's like the, the three R's. The yeah. three R's, reading, reading writing, arithmetic. Yeah. Starts with an A. It's fine. Do they really say arithmetic anymore? Yeah. Well, no, but I know. Yeah, no. Did the I tutor tell you that? No. Because I... yeah. she was like, write down arithmetic. I'm like, I don't know what that is. <laughs> don't know how to spell it. <laughs> Not how do you smell it? I have... How do you smell it? Smells like math. <laughs> you know what? I've had those times. <laughs> yeah. All right. Number five: read, write, realize, repeat. This is really important, and, and again, maybe this has just worked in my life, but I, I feel like this really helps grasping what you're reading. As we mentioned above, the Bible is as good as what well, you're actually comprehending from it, right? Mm -hmm. And so reading your chapter day to keep the devil away benefits no one mm -hmm. because, in fact, the devil knows the Bible. So that makes no sense. Yeah. So <laughs> he doesn't care. <laughs> he doesn't care. So be intentional in your reading. Mm -hmm. Read your verse or read your chapter and then write down the point of what you've just read. 
The thing is, if you're just scanning pages, you will not be able to write that down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so if you are forced to write what you've just read, that forces you to understand what you just read. Yep. And so write down what you just read. After you write down what that scripture says, go back and repeat it. Mm-hmm. So you've read it, you've wrote it, you've realized it, now repeat. Go to the next verse or the next chapter. Mm-hmm. Again, this takes us from reading the Bible to actually grasping the Bible, mm-hmm. to reading about God compared to actually knowing God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Number six. I'm going to need some shoes. No toes. <laughs> <laughs> you probably do need shoes, though. I don't, don't have any on. I don't either, so... Number six, stay consistent, keep trying. Yeah. We've got this guy in our church who uh, has shared with us that he struggled with Bible reading for years. He shared with us how he'd convinced himself, kind of like you said earlier, he convinced himself that it just wasn't for him. He wasn't cut out for it. No matter how many times he tried before long, he'd find himself frustrated and quitting again mm-hmm. and again. This time he began to share with us that every single day he now goes to his Bible and he may spend an hour on one verse. Mm-hmm. That sounds excruciating. He may read it over and over and over again. But if he reads that verse and he didn't understand it or he didn't grasp it or he wasn't attentive, right? He was just looking at it. Mm-hmm. He'll go back and do it again until he gets it. Then he'll go to the next verse. And so he shared with us again, right? This is excruciating and it might be slow, but he's actually understanding what he's reading. Mm-hmm. He's actually grasping it and he's growing spiritually. Mm-hmm. And so again, it's better to spend an hour on one verse and understand it than to spend 10 hour or to spend an hour on 10 chapters and have no idea what you just mm-hmm. read. Yeah. Stay consistent. Rachel already shared this with us earlier, but if you make that excuse of, well, I have a reason to skip today, it's going to be easier to skip tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Stay consistent. Be intentional in what you read. Continue to come back for more. Don't allow yourself to simply scan the words on a page. If you get distracted, I know I do that a lot with Mm -hmm. anything I read. If I'm reading and I start to zone out, Mm -hmm. go back. Mm -hmm. Don't accept that. Don't let your mind say, oh, you did it. Good job. Go back Mm -hmm. and go and try again until you get it. Number seven. Ask questions. We already talked about this. Uh, But again, the Bible only benefits believers who understand what they've read. It's not about reading. It's about comprehending. And so approach the Bible with the foreknowledge that you have questions. That's kind of important because I think a lot of Christians approach the Bible as if they know it all and need nothing. Yeah. Approach it as if you are going to have questions. Approach it as if it's something you don't yet know. Yeah. Again, it's going to widen and deepen the longer you read it. I think that's something that the comprehension plans really helped me with. Because I feel like growing up, like you weren't allowed to question the Bible. It kind of reminds me of that sermon that Miguel preached about, um, I don't remember his title, but basically the difference in like questioning God and asking God questions. Something along those lines. But like, I just took like what the Bible says. That's what it means. There's no questions. That's just, you have to take it for what it is. But there's a whole different thing when you actually start like, okay, well, what does this actually mean? It's a different approach all the way around. Mm -hmm. Um, If you, if you are a teacher or if you are going to school, right? If you come, if you come to arithmetic, whatever that smells like, uh, (laughs) (laughs) and you already are convinced, you know, everything there is to know about Mm -hmm. math. Are you ever going to learn anything? No. No. Only when you come recognizing you don't know calculus and you don't know algebra and you don't know one plus two. When you come with the understanding that you don't know it all, Mm -hmm. then you're ready to learn. Mm -hmm. Well, I think also the opposite is true. Um, So, and I I don't think it's so much in this church, but I have seen churches where it's almost like, you don't understand that. Why are you asking that question? And so like, even if you know, you don't know, but you don't want other people to know that you don't know, then you're still not going to ask the question. You're still in the same spot as the person that thought they knew everything. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And and shame on us forever having that demeaning. uh, Because the Bible is hard to understand if you're first getting into it. And even if you've never, I say first getting into it. I mean, even like people that have been Christians for 40 years and are just now starting to read it. Well, I'm thinking... I would rather a person have questions about the Bible. I would almost, I shouldn't use the word judge, but I'm going to. I would almost judge a person who has no questions Mm -hmm. more than I would a person who has dumb questions. Like, is that Mm -hmm. fair? Because what's that say? It says you're coming to the Bible to learn. Well, it's a humbleness too. Like you have a humbleness like, oh, I know that I don't understand all this. Here's my questions of this. So approach the Bible with the foreknowledge that you will have questions you do not know at all. Before you sit down, plan on the fact that you need help. And then, oh no, CJ. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, guys. Uh, and so it's brand new. It's, it's all good. <laughs> um, and so there you go. Nope. Keep going. Sorry. Up, up, up. <laughs> wow. Touchy, touchy, touchy. Uh, anyway, so that's way too far, I think. Oh, yep. That's good right there. Um, so approach it with questions, but then don't just leave those questions out mm-hmm. there. Make sure you, hi, friend, uh, make sure you <laughs> seek answers, right? Yep. 
that might be talking to your Sunday school teacher. That might be talking to your parents. That might be talking to your pastor. That might mm -hmm. be using one of those resources we've mm -hmm. put on here. It may be sending us an email. Hey, we would love to talk with you about mm -hmm. the Bible. We would love to answer questions for you. And so find answers to your mm -hmm. question. And that's again why the Bible comprehension plan is so great is because it, it part of the plan is to ask questions, but mm -hmm. then part of the plan is to find answers for mm -hmm. those questions. Yep. And so um, make sure you do that. <laughs> I think also in the day we live in, there's like almost no excuse. Yeah, like, literally. Uh, hardly because yeah. like you can find almost anything, any kind of in biblical resources, not just like Wikipedia, <laughs> but like what? you can find. She's like, I guess where I got all my resources. No, but like in this day and age, it's almost like, oh, I don't understand that. There's no reason for you not to understand yeah. And that. I feel like that's how a lot of us are. Like we may, we may read something and we're like, what's that say? Okay, next verse. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, no, yep. that means you're not learning. That means when you come, when you go through life and you need that verse, you have no tools to Where you're in arithmetic <laughs> and you miss the first lesson and you're on lesson 10 and you still don't understand it right, because you missed you the first miss lesson. Well, I was thinking if you're doing a recipe, like sometimes like I'll yeah. scan a recipe and see like if it tells me to do something I've never done, like like making a roux always used, I don't know why that used yeah. to intimidate mm -hmm. me. It's like if it said to start with the roux and like I'm like, Throw it away. I don't know how to do that. I'm just going to skip, skip that it. part. You're not why gonna is my gravy dry because yeah, it's a roux? <laughs> exactly. Like you can't skip something if you don't know how yeah. to do it or yeah. don't comprehend it. Definitely. Mm -hmm. Um, I think of sifting flour. Most people skip that step. And yeah. yet it oh, makes yeah. your it makes all baked goods dense. Mm -hmm. You have to sift the flour to make it light and yeah, airy. The, or you just buy it. The desserts the, the, are the sifted flour. <laughs> <laughs> the I dare you go to the store and ask for sifted flour. It's right next to the blanker fluid. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. And some of you are just like, what are they talking What's about? I'm still fluid? trying to smell arithmetic. <laughs> uh, all right. Any last thoughts on the Bible? It's a good book. It's a good you book. Should read it's it. alive. It's ten great. out of ten. Absolutely. Would read again. Would read again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we thanks so much for joining us, friends. We hope it's been a challenge and fun. Thanks for sticking with us. Yes, it's, um, if, you if you have, if, if you you're have, still on there. You didn't. <laughs> no, don't say goodbye to them. They bailed on us. Um, unless they bailed to read their Bible, then yes, goodbye, go friends. Goodbye. Uh, anyways. Um, Today's considerable quote is, uh, I don't even, I think it's by Spurgeon, says the vigor of our spiritual life will be in exact proportion to the place held by the Bible. Mm. Um, oh, it's George Mueller. George Mueller. Uh, featured content today. I have his word is alive by casting crowns. We also have in there the Bible comprehension reading plan. Mm -hmm. We have a uh, resource on how to study the Bible by our friend Nathan at Deeper Christians. Mm -hmm. Also, you'll find a saturation Bible study that might work better for you. And so you can check that link out as well. Um, there's also three uh, websites that I want you to check out. If you are not reading the Bible because of an, ex because of an excuse, mm -hmm. he has three uh Uh, articles. <laughs> articles, thank there you. you. Uh, I was, I'm like, just this, I guess this is articles now. <laughs> <laughs> it was, that was good. You can read whatever that was. Three articles on why your excuse to not study the Bible is totally bogus. Mm -hmm. Actually, pretty great stuff. So make sure to check that link out. Uh, also have in the featured resources the Bible reading plan we talked about earlier. Um, and so check that out. Do have a charge-up challenge for you if this hasn't been charging of a challenge enough. Mm. I want you to read the first chapter, John. If you, if you haven't read it in a while, maybe you're reading your own way in the Bible. Maybe you haven't read the Bible. Go read John chapter 1. And then as you read John chapter 1, I want you to make a list of everything John chapter 1 says about Jesus in that chapter. Nothing mm -hmm. else. Mm -hmm. Don't Don't focus on only make a list of what John chapter 1 says about Jesus. And then I want you to compare what's being said about Jesus, about Christ, with your life. Can you say that you're living what you just wrote as true? Mm -hmm. Right? Can you say that's true in your life? Um, and then lastly, I want you to list three questions from that chapter that you didn't understand. Mm -hmm. So this is a little bit stealing from the Bible comprehension. But, mm -hmm. uh, so list three questions from John chapter one you didn't understand. And then lastly, ask your pastor, teacher, or even send us an email to get those answers. Yeah. That's our charge up challenge today. And so mm -hmm. hope you've enjoyed biting into the Bible with nuggets of knowledge. It has been, it's been a long one. What? An hour. Uh, my limit was half of that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we probably, well, I won't promise anything because I'll be here, but we hope the next episode will be shorter. Uh, but we hope you've enjoyed it. We hope mm -hmm. you are diving into the Bible. Listen, it is food to the soul. Mm -hmm. It is your life if you're a Christian. And so it's pretty important. Yeah, yeah. Well, friends, uh, we'd love to invite you to share this episode, mm -hmm. uh, whether it's on Facebook, YouTube, email, or yep. podcast. Make sure to share the NYC Godcast so someone else can be encouraged as well. Till next time. Mm -hmm. We'll see you. Bye. Bye.